The wait is over. Over. Tell everyone you know. This is the key to your weekend. You're listening to Three Grams and a Mic podcast live from Australia. A new perspective on professional sports with your hosts, Cal, Axel, and Cotto. Click, listen, and enjoy. Good afternoon. I'm Graham Cotton, and welcome to the Three Grams and a Mic podcast. I'm joined by co hosts, Graham Kelly and Graham Foley. Welcome, boys. How are you going? Very well. Thank you. Welcome, Kill. Lovely spring day. It's probably about 25 here today and I've been busy uh, getting the house, moving house, so I'm coming a bit sore, like I've been through a football game actually, I feel like a bit sore. Finally done some work. Yeah, it's been a while, honestly, it has been been a long while, too long. Not a real fun job uh, moving houses. He'll be crying about the blisters on his hands tomorrow. (laughs) I'm not sure where those from blisters come from, from though. Say, from moving, those those <laughs> blisters have been building since I've been married. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Okay, breaking news uh, in the the world of sport: England versus Australia, first twenty uh, T20 international in Southampton. Uh, England has beat Australia by two runs in the last in a last ball thriller, as they won their first international at Southampton on Friday. They go one up in a three-match series. Uh, Australia was cruising to victory at one for 124, chasing only 163. David Warner got 58, Finch 46, getting him off to a sound start. But Australia in their first competitive match for nearly six months uh, due to the coronavirus. Lost four wickets for nine runs and eventually victory target of 15 off six balls. Proved too much for the side. And... Um, so England ranked second in the world, held their nerve and overcome Australia. How far has cricket come though? You, you watch some of the old World Series cricket one day games when 220 off 50 overs was mm. a good score. Mm. And then you go back to when the Packies played their first one day game and that, apparently they were out there playing away and um, they weren't going to make the runs so they decided to play for a draw. <laughs> cricket's so, come away. So you're an ex-cricketer, Kill. Is it? The bats have got some part to play in that because the bats are oh, bigger yeah. and more powerful well, than thicker. what they ever have yeah, been. Yeah. Thicker, it's like golf golf clubs, aren't they? Yeah, it's the bat. It's the the way they prepare the pitches. Yeah. I mean, the the boundaries a, are closer. Not, not a blade of grass on them. They move the boundaries yeah. in. Yep. Uh, so it's all it's all white, to better for the batter. The so white, they, the white so ball. they need to bring the sandpaper in for the bowlers. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> they, 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 they want it up a bit. Let them tape up that one actually, side of the ball. Yeah, so like the old school, guy, <laughs> school yard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was actually talked about that. They said, well, well what, what's the problem with this? Why don't we just let this happen? It's so one-sided at the moment. Why yeah. not let's balance the... Particularly when you've got a dead pitch that's just mm. not doing anything. It's not green, not a green top. It's no bounce. There's no I'll, swing. I'll put it to you. It's almost better cricket when you've got a green top and you've got some quick bowlers and batsmen are ducking and having <laughs> yeah. for their life. Yeah. That's great to watch. The first yeah. session yeah. always over in England is yeah. always great um, when it's overcast and the ball's moving around. It's good good same, to watch. Same up at the Gabba, the first morning of the test at the Gabba's. Yep. Did you guys at school have Kirtley a brick wall on the with way a, you know, like a basketball, couple of basketball courts and a brick wall where you'd get along and you'd set up your, your stumps at one end and... Everyone would be all fielding around on these cords and you'd be bowling the ball with the old tape around it. Yeah. You guys have that? Yeah, yep. it's yeah, yeah, it's yeah. great and, fun. And it, sometimes if you had the time to prepare, you'd lacquer one side of the ball. <laughs> <laughs> so That's what you did yeah. at woodwork or whatever. Yeah, yeah. 
So back to that game, mm. I I read Is that, that up. Watch it. No, no, Kel would have. No, I didn't. Oh wow! I was Friday night. I knew I had you guys today, so <laughs> <laughs> early to bed prep. <laughs> Glenn Maxwell's copped a little bit of heat about his dismissal in that game, oh. um, like throwing the wicket away. Yeah, he <laughs> always <laughs> seems to cop the rough end of the stick, I but think. But he always yeah. plays the reverse sweep on ball three or that, something like that. But that's how he plays. That That's just what he does. So, and so they, he went for, they went for nine for well, – well, they, they didn't make the next 40 runs. Yeah. Uh, after a really good start, I don't think he'd be the only one that failed. No, I think they <laughs> lost uh, a couple of the openers and Smith in quick succession, yeah. and then they thought, oh, yeah. well, they've got time to just consolidate here. And he's obviously played a, a dumb shot. I haven't seen it, but he's copying it now in the media to say, well, yeah, Maxwell should know better. He's an experienced cricketer. He, you know, he should have he should have batted for longer before throwing his wicket away, especially when they're that close. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what... Uh, it was the last ball it, lost, wasn't it? It's so about it, it reading the, the game, one. I guess. Yeah. They needed five off the last ball. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's who he is, right? He's played that way his whole career. Why yep. are they all of a sudden worried about it? Let's let him be who he is. Yep. Yeah. Failure or that, otherwise. That, don't expect anything different. And yeah. if you do, don't pick him. Yeah. Exactly. If you want something different than that. Yeah. If you want Steve War type, you know, gritty, plug away type, well, then pick I, him. I guess the frustrating him. thing with Maxwell, though, is he's shown he can do it. It's been a long in. time coming. Oh, yeah. no. Like it was one or two, yeah. Where he'll play solid to start with because we're in a tough situation or whatever and then really ramp it up when he gets going. I mean, no one's going to have a crack at him if if we're chasing 30 off 10 and he, and he tries something yeah, stupid. Yeah, yeah. They, um, they're missing the Michael Bevan type player. Yeah, just, that's a good... But Be- yeah, Bevan copped a, a bit in his career too and didn't get picked because yeah, he was handle the short ball. Yeah. yeah, and there was a bit. Oh, there we go. Bulldogs just scored. It's eighteen to fourteen. Oh, Eight on, minutes to go. Come on, Bulldogs. Yeah. Put Broncos at the end. Uh, no Broncos supporters <laughs> here. Uh, in the AFL news, uh, Richmond duo Sydney Stack and Callum Coleman Jones, with names like that, Fenneke, have been both been hit with ten match bans from the AFL after breaching the league's return they, to play protocols. They did come down with that ban. They were talking yep. about it. Yep, ten and a hundred grand fine. Yep, and a hundred grand yep. fine of which. Uh, so th- those guys were involved in a scuffle after being thrown out of the Hollywood showgirls on Orchard Ave and now the pair will both be sent home from Queensland immediately. You know where uh, the scuffle was? It was with other <laughs> patrons, I believe. Not with the showgirls. No, you know where it was. <laughs> oh. In front of the police station. In front of the next police station. Yeah. <laughs> Wise guys. Uh, Richmond was then hit with a $100,000 fine for the breach, 75000 of that. A further 25 of that was suspended. Um, it'll be 100 will then be included in Richmond's 2021 soft cap. So that's that's, that's the, someone's job next year. Gone. So that's that's the coaching staff yeah. and stuff like that. So isn't someone's it? job's gone yep. as a result of these tweets. Yeah. I know um, I just heard on the radio as I was coming here, Gil McLaughlin was um, quite um, really, really shocked when he heard the news, like really, really frightened by the decision because it could have jeopardised everything, right? They got the grand yep. final in Queensland, just announced during the week as yep. well. Yep. So you know, you're the last thing you want to be doing. Time no matter how good those showgirls really are, but my understanding is that the you'd um, know. Tell us. I've yeah. never <laughs> been there. Actually. Never. Yeah. Been. Oh, Wendy, yeah. if you're listening, never yeah. been there. Uh, apparently, um, the joint next door, maybe. <laughs> I, I remember Coco's, but that was a long time. I was 19, I think, at the time. Coco's is a place that on the surface, but. Um, Never been there. The hole's getting bigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're still there, actually, Coco's. Um, 
They think. <laughs> How long does it with the Gold Coast? Uh? <laughs> He's got uh, membership. Anyway, I've lost my they just take <laughs> monthly off his credit card. <laughs> oh, please. Um, <laughs> uh, dear. Yeah, no, According you. to a statement, um, Stack and Colin Jones breached the league's protocols by taking an Uber to a visit uh, non-approved Gold Coast venue. Hello. So the, the Uber was a breach, not the lap. <laughs> yeah, <not> yeah. The <laughs> uh, yeah, the ban will stretch into the uh, around this season and um, start of next year, yeah, 2021 season, and will be served from round 17 onwards. Due to Richmond having to buy in round 16, uh, earlier in the day, Palaszczuk, uh, that is Queensland Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk, Show little sympathy for the youngsters. AFL players caught breaking COVID rules should be sent home, she tweeted. That's only, she's only doing that because she's copping some heat because she let 400 yep. AFL officials in when she wouldn't let a pregnant mother in to get Lost treated. Yeah. So different she, rules for different people and, and she's definitely a financial, a political, whatever it is there. Yeah. Um, oh, it was yeah, now so a monetary gain too, right? Well, a monetary so, gain, that's what I mean. Yeah. It's, uh, they probably paid for the, this as well, right? They would have paid the government something. Oh, so forget, forget the payments or anything. This is about Palaszczuk. The, the election's one week after the grand final. Yeah. Palaszczuk can stand up and beat a chest and say to all the Queenslanders, I got the AFL grand final. And, there yeah, ain't, yeah, yeah. and there's no other state that's ever had the Melbourne... Uh, had, nope. had the, First AFL. time it's first time yeah. it's out of it's so out of this is huge, right? It's massive. Yeah, and it's also an election year for her. I believe next year, isn't it? No, it's oh, one, end of this one, year. One week one after week the grandpa. Oh, well, sorry, you said that one week after the grandpa. Oh, wow. Um, so what, and, what should oh, they yeah. what should they do with them? Ten weeks enough? Oh, I think so. And well, it'd be fine. Well, I'm surprised they suspended any of Richmond's fine though, because this is their second breach. So I, I did read somewhere. I think. Sydney stacks with the reduced um, wages this year or salary. He was on 125, I think, for this year. Um, don't quote me on that. It was around that figure of which he's probably have to pay half of that 75, I would think, um, because Richmond, uh, Ben Gale has come out, not Ben Gale, um, Brendan yeah. Gale yeah. has come out and said the players are going to pay that fine. Is he making wow. Trent Cochin's wife pay? The fine, well, the previous uh, fine, yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> talk a double standard. That's what he might say to the media. What actually happens behind closed doors? We yeah, no, will we? Yeah. So, anyway, they you do the crime, you do the time. I think. Yeah, but as as long as everyone does the time for the same crime. Oh no doubt, no doubt. So, in late news in the NRL, uh, Chooks captain Jake Friend is being ruled out, and. Um, it's an interesting rematch of the last year's grand final against the Raiders. So the Sydney City Roosters against the Raiders. Are they called Sydney City still? No, no. Just the Sydney yeah, Roosters. Sydney, yeah. Well, they play the Raiders. Canberra <laughs> <laughs> Raiders. And uh, they get Sonny Bill Williams back at uh, the ripe age of 35, I believe. SBW joins JWH and SST. What a forward pack. How long did it take you to <laughs> think that up, Kel? In the centre of the field, you'll have Sonny Bill, Jared Warrior Hargraves and Siwa Takiaho. So he'll play... Is that how it's pronounced? I'm not sure. That's yeah, he'll, he'll play <laughs> in the centres or second row? Nah, lock. Lock. Yeah, they yeah. come the off the bench into the middle of the park. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Middle third. 
They're saying he, he, he probably wouldn't be able to play like he would normally on an edge. Mm-hmm. He won't have the same impact. Yeah. The Roosters have had to get a phone booth put in the corner of the field <laughs> so we can get changed before the game. Super oh, I thought, that's, I thought that's where the spare cash was. <laughs> that's where they go it's, to find that. It's not a dunny they're getting put oh, it'll be It'll be interesting <laughs> to see how he goes. Uh, saying that, Big game. In, in Union, yeah, he played second row, but he's... He, he was in out centre. in the centres a fair Played bit. Played centre a fair bit as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Steve Hansen said he Mainly centre, actually. He, the all-black coach said he was the best athlete he ever coached. Yeah. He said yeah. Richie McCall was the best footballer he coached, but Sonny Bill was the best Yeah, he's athlete. most physically gifted, I think. I mean, he those, played rugby league. Those things he was doing when he first came on the scene with the dogs. Oh, yeah. You know, when the shoulder charge was still in play and he, he just used that as a weapon. I remember listening to his debut on the radio and they were going, oh, I actually went to the club and watched the second half of the game because it was just... Sounded exciting. Yeah. He, yeah, was. he was an exciting player. I remember I went to a... I was in Newcastle, living in Newcastle at the time and I went to a, a Knights Bulldogs game and Joey Johns and Sonny Bill Williams were on the opposite teams. And um, I don't know if you remember this, Joey Johns codanged him, took his head off pretty much, oh, yeah. broke his jaw and got sent off. It was in the first few minutes. Wow. Both of them. Gone. <laughs> it was like that. It was just... Oh, so Sunnyville didn't come back on and... No, he broke his jaw and, jo- and John's was sent off. So it was like... <laughs> only reason that was you great. Get, you've been just looking at the Yeah. Yep. That was a few years back now. Who won? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So um, Raiders have lost Curtis Scott for the game. He's a, uh, an important defensive player who makes a lot of mistakes, though. Um Formerly from Melbourne, and so grand final rematch. Who wins? It's um, it's for a top four spot too. Yeah, to guarantee one. Where's that well, one? No, it won't guarantee. It's, it's not in Canberra. Canberra. Oh, it's in Canberra. Yeah. Oh. Oh, it's it's cold. Be nice to see the Raiders at home. Knock them off. No, it wouldn't. Kel? <laughs> Ricky Stewart's played a really, really good game during the week. I thought he's praised Sunny Bill Williams and you know talked him up, and I reckon behind the doors yeah. he's going. We're going to sock it to these so-and-sos. How's, how's Kiri's ribs going to stand up? Yeah, he's probably come back a fraction too early. Yeah, that's, I'd, um, I'd rather lose this game and have him for the finals than... So is this the fourth last week? So this is... Yeah, three this? after this. Yeah. So it's getting time that you want to get your players back playing. Yeah. yeah. You so want to start, you know. start getting the motor humming. How yeah, big a crowd team. can they have in Canberra? There are no Rooster supporters allowed. They've only accepted Canberra members. But Mates. how many are they allowed? Like what, five thousand, counting both heads, fifteen hundred. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's not in Tassie, is it? It's Canberra. Kill. It wouldn't matter. Politicians. <laughs> it wouldn't matter if the Roosters fans were allowed or not. It's not like they're ever going to go there. There's only twelve of us. <laughs> Three will sneak through the back fence, and oh dear, uh, I don't know how many. Uh, assume if they said, um, it looked like there was a reasonable crowd there last week because. You know, they play the horn and they have the... Yeah, yeah. yeah it looked like there was... If it was 25%, I'd imagine that's about four or 5,000. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, no, it'll be good. It'll be good night, a good, good game. Yeah, yeah. Well, watch the 7.30 tonight. Kids so might learn a few new words tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Probably they've heard yeah. them plenty of times before, I'm suggesting. Uh, and football news, Lionel Messi's staying at Barcelona. I read this during the week as well. Um... He he's indicated he will stay at Barcelona, but only because the club's president, Joseph Maria 
Batamo. Thanks for putting that in there, Kel. I didn't do that one. Oh, that was excellent. <laughs> Broke his word to let him leave. So what, I don't understand why you'll stay because of that. <laughs> well, there's a contract. I think he's, there's a contract clause there that he... Yeah, no, no, no. There was a he had a contract clause that said he was free to leave, but he's he had he had to exercise it by the end of the Champions uh, League. Oh, that's okay. right. Which Barcelona were arguing that was the original date for the end of the Champions League. Messi was arguing that it was the extended date because they had to extend the Champions League. So there was a fair bit of argument about that. Did you see how much Manchester City offered him? It's phenomenal monies. Six hundred and twenty-three million <laughs> pound. Yeah, yes. how can they afford this one right point, now? One point right? two billion dollars. I think it was seven years, five years at Man City, and then two. He's years already thirty-three. Yeah, that, he's the, already the highest paid five. player. They're, they're yeah. making the highest paid might player. Been three years at Man Double. City, and then two years at their US franchise. Oh, I see. A couple, <laughs> Still, a couple of Melbourne. One point two billion <laughs> over five years, seven years. What? It's a matter of crazy, so mate. It's a bit it? of a mess, obviously. Big mess. Messi gets messy. Messi gets messy. <laughs> <laughs> the president said he would step down if Messi publicly said he was a problem, or if he was the problem and agreed to stay. So watch that space, eh? Yeah, apparently Messi's um, messaged uh, Ronald Koeman, and the manager, and said, no, I'm staying. So got any other news, Kel? Breaking news? Uh, I mean, we covered it all. Yeah, we pretty well covered it all. Um, he just wants to go straight to his quiz. Oh no! The, oh, we've got a no, quiz. No, all right, let's do the quiz. No, no, Kel's we've quiz. Got the, we've no, got we've got the not so grand slam. Oh, oh yes. So we've the got. USA. I haven't got this yeah. in front of me. So you, you have to help me out there, Grant. You got it in front. Oh, of now me. I have. So, the not-so-grand slam, tennis grand slam, US Tennis Open got underway at Flushing Meadows, (laughs) despite the uh, US coronavirus issues, well, the world coronavirus issues. Yeah, US are worse than anyone else, though. Yeah, they've lost all people. Um, And leadership's phenomenal. (laughs) The Joker and Serena are hot favourites to win the male male and female... um, Championships, so the Joker being Djokovic, Serena being Serena Williams, Correct. at about four, 40 years of age, is she? She must be in close. It's missing many players. These are some of them. Uh, we have in the women's, uh, Ash Barty, of course. World number one. World number one. Halep. World, World number, number two. two. Savitalina, number five. You're trying to stitch me up here, guys. Andrew Q, I don't even know how to pronounce that. She's ranked number six. Burton's seven. Benchich, number eight. Six of the top ten missing in the world in the women's game. Mm-hmm. Then we go to the men's. And we lose Nadal, Federer. They're ranked two and three in the world. And Monfield's ranked nine, so three of the top ten. So there's nine of the top ten, if you if you like, nine. plus both. Yeah, nine of the Top 20. Top 20, good way to put it. <laughs> what's Aussie the prize Bats money? was never his biggest what's, try. What's the prize money? Uh, I, I don't is know, to be honest. I know, like I know it's equal for both. <laughs> yeah. Assuming it's the same. What is it normally? Oh, Is it 10 million? 8 million? It's huge. Yeah. As no. in the pool? No. No, as in... First. Is it? First is 8 mil, so... Yeah, it's massive money. Yeah. Aussie Jordan Thompson is uh, has reached the fourth round, saying all that, with a win over... Mikhail 
Kukushkin. Go with that. <laughs> Sorry, Mikhail. <laughs> I, I haven't been to Russia for a while. <laughs> Ever. Um, I but think no, he's Kazakhstani. Oh, yeah, well, go with that. Same place. <laughs> it's around the corner. Uh, should, it, should it be a. Should, it, should this count? If Serena Williams wins this, she equals Margaret Court. Should this count in the stats? Well, that's like saying in cricket and those sort of sports because there was a world war or because there was a depression it, or whatever, that shouldn't count. That, it doesn't make any difference. It, yeah, it will count, but should it count is your yeah, question. Yeah, yeah, that's right. No, that, that's, I reckon that's a bit different. World war, it's, it's either on or it's on. Everyone's available. No, I think no, I think it counts. It's yeah. just a, it's just a um, statistic at the end of the day. Should they be playing it? That's another argument, yeah. Bulldogs are far. Oh, here we go. So the Canterbury Bank Sound Bulldogs have lost 18-14 to the Titans, Gold Coast Titans. And unfortunately, Kieran Foran or has um, injured himself again. Torn Peck. Torn Peck, out for season and potentially his future must be in doubt now. He's been off, he's, contra- he's he's off contract. He's done that before, hasn't he? he- Oh, he's, he's done the pet what injury before. hasn't he? Yeah, he's. I reckon he's done. I reckon that could well, be. Well, there you go. It's pretty. Well, pretty innocent too. That could be the end of him. Since he's been at the Dogs, I think he's spent more time off the field than on the field. Yeah, <laughs> I thought he was a coach there for a while. Yeah. Um, look, terrific player, but uh, his days are done. So let him go. What is he? Twenty nine? No, no. Much, I'm sure he's thirty. 30 he's thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Three million US. Was that all? Three million US. <laughs> I said eight. Money bags, cotton. <laughs> I said eight. <laughs> no, I swear it's been higher in the past. Maybe it was eight co- collectively, but I'm sure it was four or five million. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we, we're getting onto another. It'd be five million, Aussie. Yeah. True. Yep. So other big just news. Doesn't worry him. <laughs> but the, he's into buying six, houses yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. It's just another number. Um, you, you bought all of Yenda, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, many, yeah, many, I'd many probably houses. get him for that, wouldn't I? <laughs> he doesn't buy houses, he buys streets. Uh, <laughs> says you who owns them all. Um, so another big news, massive news out of the UK. Gravy shortage in Lancashire. The World Gravy Wrestling Championships have fallen victim to COVID-19 due to be held at the Rose and Bowl in Stocksteeds, Lancashire, on Monday, 31st of August, have been cancelled. The event um, was due to raise money for a local hospice. Um, guests last year at last year's cha- um, competition were a Smurf, Super Mario Brothers, and uh, they'll just have to get on the sauce instead. It sounds like something you've been to, Kel. Well, I reckon it's a call to arms for us. Call to arms. This poor hospice in Lancashire, mm. we could raise some money for them. <laughs> we can do, we can do this. We can do this. The Griffith gravy roll. Yeah. How about that, eh? I can see Cotto going home to Wendy tonight. <laughs> Say, Wendy, we've got to raise money for a hospital. Come uh, on, me, you and the gravy. Where do you <laughs> find this stuff, Kill? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I'm not sure we do want to know. <laughs> Which leads us nicely into our topic of the week, guys. And this is uh, the cost of COVID from the grassroots to the pros. What is the long-term impacts of COVID? So if we look at the impact of COVID on community sport um, right through to, I guess, professional sport, yeah? Yeah. But the main focus we're going to talk about is around community sports clubs and the impact it's had 
Kel, do you want to lead us off? Well, when I had a bit of a look, the first question is why Why is community sport important? Why are we even caring about this? Mm. Big, um, and Sport Australia um, did a big survey on this and a couple of things come out of it. One of them, they, they estimate what's our population, 22 mil thereabouts, over 11 million players and 3 million volunteers every year. So that's 75% of... Um, the, the Australian population are involved in sport in one way, shape or form. Yep. Yep. Or have been. Yep, yep. and that, that's not including spectators, grandparents who come down and watch the kids play netball, soccer or whatever. And this really caught my eye. Community sport is one of the most efficient ways of delivering wellbeing outcomes for the population. It provides physical activity, social connection, meaning and purpose, all key factors in physical and mental health. So that's why it's important. That's why um, we've got to look after it. And survey found that 25% of participants this year compared to last year, 25% worse general, worse general health, 29% worse physical health, and 31% worse mental health. Um, and they're worried that um, with people out of work, not being able to afford to participate in the future, habits broken, health concerns... It's going to take years to recover. So yeah. we're, we're probably pretty lucky we're, we're doing this in regional New South Wales, but in where, where there is a little bit of sport going on, I know there was netball today and there's some, some junior soccer and yep. those type things. You go down to Victoria, there is zero. Oh, yeah. There's yep. nothing. No sport for all those kids for well yep. since March virtually. And worse than that, they're locked up. Yeah. They can't get out of the house. Yep. They can only go, was it five kilometres from home for one hour a day? Yeah. And that's been going on for how long now? A couple of months. Months. And, yeah, that would just be – I suppose what happens to that, particularly the kids, because it's important for kids because they're social and some of them aren't going to school either. Um, Yeah, what impact does that have on them um, long term? Do they want to be involved in sport or do they play – Video games and do stuff yeah. online, which has become a, a real big thing, you know, a battle anyway between sport and yeah. and kids playing video so games. So obesity all of a sudden becomes a problem, right? Even yeah. further and further. And you know? it's even the, the socialisation issues, the, yeah. the being part of a team, the having to show up to training, the, the different voice that kids get that can be a mentor to them, yep. the, the opportunity for them. To do well at something that maybe they don't do well in other parts of their life that gives them that boost. That there's so many good things about junior sport. Oh, and I think it gives the, the parents a little bit of structure too, to be honest. Like, yeah, they're busy on the weekend because they're going from this sport to that sport, but most parents actually love that. Oh, you that, do, you, you know do, what I mean? Because yeah, you, that's... You, you, Mixing with different crowds yeah. and all those type You're of things. You're excited and watching your kid play anything. Yeah, Put really. your hand up yep. and get on a committee or coach a team or run a line. So or how is your coaching going, Kel? Yeah, out, out of sight. We've scored goals in the last two games. You've <laughs> scored goals? Oh, actually, yeah. how's your team going? No, they're, they're going they're well. Out of You guys know how much I love my sport. And the Hammers and the Roosters and the Hawks and the Lakers and the Rangers and whoever else, but they're my favourite team in the world. Give them a plug. Who, who is it? Who is it? Give them a plug. River City under-15s. Yep. They have been Football belted. Team, soccer team. Yep. They've been belted all their career. 
they've had challenges and turnovers of coaches and one so of those forth. challenges have been the coaching, <laughs> um, or lack of and, it. Uh, <laughs> I got drafted in this year because there was no one else to do the job. But <laughs> those kids keep showing up, and they this year they're really starting to improve. You can start to see them stringing passes together, and for us to be like they've had years. And if you're out there listening, guys, well done today. You really are improving out of sight. But they've had 25 nil losses. and Yeah, wow. But today we went down 5-1. Okay. Yeah. And the two goals and the three goals that they scored come in the last half and we were playing a couple of men short, as we often do. Um, but, yeah, two goals in two weeks is awesome. Yeah. So what's it like looking across the, the grass and all the teams and all that? Does it feel like COVID has hit? Is it any different than normal? Um, Is the number of volunteers the same? Certainly no linesmen. We've had no linesmen because oh. um, parents aren't there. Normally that's, you know... Because you're only allowed to take one now yeah, per job. Yep, that's right. Um, so normally you'd have enough parents there to get, throw a flag to someone and say, mm. run the line. Do you mind so, doing this for yep, us? Yeah. Um, the canteen's not running. So yeah, right. There's no kids racing off for a hot dog after the game or... Or a coach. Yeah. It does. You can notice the difference. Um, they're staggering the start times mm. so that you haven't got a group leading at the same time as yes. a group arriving. Yeah. So you've There's got no congestion. Hard, yeah, so you, you're not seeing that swell of people that normally feels like the way you've got the next team arriving, getting ready for the game while you're finishing yours. Um, so it, it certainly had an impact. It's a challenge. I mean, I, I run an organisation or a club, I guess, where... Give them a plug through gymnastics, <laughs> PCYC, there we go, gymnastics. And so we have to have uh, staggered times that we wouldn't normally do to allow the change between classes. So we're cleaning now in that 15-minute that window. Yep. And, um, you know, good luck to the girls. You know, they're in there and I'm doing all the, the internal clubs, but they're doing all the, um, the mats and all that sort of stuff in between. It's just becoming normal. But you have to maintain it, and you lose you lose a lot of energy yep. because it's it's something you have to keep working. Yeah. At. Yep. And it's interesting because that that ties into this survey. But they're paid. Yeah, yeah. but you're spending money on cleaning and time to clean. And yep. at soccer, we, you've got to have the the COVID plan, and you've got to have the sanitizer in the kit, and make sure all the, the blokes are uh, all the kids are using it. And and that's led into. The, the losses that some of these clubs are experiencing, these junior clubs, um, and even, like, paying council to get the lines marked. Yeah. Um, so it's a cost they need to... They can't really generate. Well, that's... And, and even at cost per capita, almost, um, if you've got 600 kids playing and all paying their rego, your line per kid costs a lot less than if you've got... 200 playing. Yeah, of course. And so playing your so, so there's got to be a, a reduction in registration fees. There has to. Because what happens with the the parents that have lost their job that can't afford exactly. now for the kids to pay the registration for the kids to play soccer or netball? That's going to have a massive effect. Yeah, we haven't I've felt that impact here, have no, we? No, not, not but not, in not Victoria. Not they have. No, no, I've, I've, I've seen it here. Oh, have you? Yep. Yeah. I've, I've seen kids that aren't playing. That would normally play. Yep. Yeah, and some of those, but particularly once you start getting into representative sports, and I, I know it's happened in Melbourne where they've actually paid upfront fees for 
representative, um, you know, to to, yep. to pay representative, yep. and they've you know, know they've gone now to online coaching. And those type of things, which uh, it's not the same thing, the is, value it? Of the money is, there, is it? Yeah. Ah, so you know they they ask for refunds, and and so they should. Um, so that that makes it you know, really difficult for the kids. And and Kel talked about his, um, you know, the under fifteens, and that's that's a really important age, I think, in sport because it's at that age, at 15, 16, 17, when a lot of kids then get a job or they, you know, they move away from yeah. home or go to university yeah. or over, and sport becomes sometimes becomes the a secondary valve. well it can become a secondary thing and i think it's good if they start to, starting to not play like think of all the victorian kids yeah. at the moment around that same age well then they're not playing it so then they'll just go and get a job or they'll go and whatever that's, they'll they lose the habit they lose the habit and yeah. and the they're worst. lost lost to sport forever and, yeah. and that's and you know. if you think about the other potential is if they're not playing sport, maybe they're not on the online game, so eSports has gone through the roof as well, right? But if they're not doing that, they might be committing crime. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah. a possibility. You know, my dad always said when he was coaching kids, it, he was happy to do it. And he always thought the council should have the stadium for free because if they were there playing sport, they weren't out pinching hubcaps. <laughs> was was his theory. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. That's... Um, it's yep. and it, it it's so right. He knew you well, yeah. didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you know, not only the social impacts of um, this terrible disease on community sport, but also the financial. So uh, it's estimated that um, the cost of community sports clubs is around one point six billion to date. Yeah, that's uh, what they've lost. Yeah. yeah, so that's a that's a massive amount of money, and you know, most of that well, would be it, through Rego's sponsorships. Yeah, Maybe ticketing, maintaining fields. Um, That's the cost of doing it, uh, but the revenue generated. Yeah, yeah. No, th- these are these are what they've lost. So it would be no income, but it's also the expenditure. Mm. Okay, yeah, the yeah. income yeah. But combined. Yeah, but like you said, some of that would flow through to council, so it it it'd obviously have an effect then on councils to be able to uh, the cost to irrigate the field, to mark the lines, to do yeah. all those type of things. So it, it will have an, an impact on, on local government revenue. It has to. Yeah. I, I, actually, I actually reckon local government's got a big role to play in supporting community sport and, and the, making sure that it is maintained. For all those clubs out there in Griffith that are listening, I believe Council do have a grant scheme going up to 5000 bucks. When you, it's um, you've just got to show that there's been a decline in revenue, and you can apply. And, you know, a lot of clubs have already jun- uh, sporting clubs, junior sporting clubs Cotto in particular. Created four clubs himself <laughs> last week. <laughs> I actually, I honestly have not applied um, because we're doing okay. You know, so I think some of the other clubs probably deserve. To so, who's funding that? Is that that comes out of local government, or is that coming from? Federal government. That's that's local down. government. That it's one, but there, there would there will be there will be for sure a lot of money in this space. It actually, well, interesting talking about how much money they um they reckon there's seventy thousand clubs, give or take, in in Australia. Yep. So um, they've lost one point six billion. Multiple challenges ahead. Seventy percent of them forecast reduced participation mm. because of the cost, as, as you said before, Axel. Where People are out of work, can't afford to. Yep. And also you've got the health fears where people say, oh, no, I'm not taking the chance. 43% less volunteers. Reduced sponsorship from the community because 
the pubs aren't making the money well, they were making, the clubs or clubs whatever. Clubs have got to, every second poker machine closed yeah. up or whatever yeah. it were. Yeah. So base they, but they broke it into small clubs and large clubs. Small clubs are less than 1,000 members and less than 250K revenue, which actually sounds like a pretty big club to me, but um, mm. large clubs over that. Small clubs need 12,600 per club on average to survive. Large ones... 26,800. They're not big numbers per club. No, it won't, no, but it won't you, buy a lot. But, it won't but that, buy that's a lot. all they need to survive. Hmm. That's $1.2 billion all up. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to have to come from somewhere. Well, we've some got cost. to get the economy going. That's yeah. where it's going to come from. Yeah. To get the Open the economy up, try and knock this COVID thing on the head, and that's obviously going to fix the problem because throwing money at it um, from a federal government is... Yeah, long term, that's not going to fix it. No, we don't. We not, not if we're in the same position again next year and no. the year after. Yeah, yeah and potentially that's that's a possibility too, right? So, not that um, we try to politicise anything here, but I heard on the um, on the news that uh, Scott Morrison's come out and said that the um, the committee that they formed with all the state premiers and whatever working together, Na- national council, national council is working on. Um, Plans to open up the borders with you know after Christmas in particular, and isn't relying on all states being on board. So if the majority agree now, they're just going to run with it. So WA, which they have, yeah. So WA have opted out, yep. and the rest are going to run with it. So oh, that's so an interesting change. Just in make them part of South Africa <laughs> <laughs> or Tasmania. <laughs> no, so keep what, Tassie. But yeah, and yeah, you know, the opening of the borders is one thing. Yeah. Um, and probably you know more education about how we manage this moving forward, and and what does that look like? It, and it just needs a focus from people though, because yeah. it is important. It's important to communities, regional, city. It's you think like you were saying before, Axel. It's not. The, it's the continuity of keeping kids involved. It's not about saying every kid has to be an elite athlete. They just have to play golf mm. or play touch football. And that provides them with social groups. I mean, back when Griffith Security were the premier touch team in Griffith <laughs> in Division 43 or whatever <laughs> we were. <laughs> but it, it dragged a group of us together. We'd have a beer on a Sunday and go well, you'd home actually afterwards. Have, I remember that vividly. 50 cent middies for a long, long day. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> Many days, actually, wasn't that, it? That provided a social outlet. If that, yeah. if that nexus to sport is broken for the kids... That's lost to them. Mm. Um, Thanks to Rolly, by the way. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I see it as hugely important. I, I see this as, as if not more important than your, your, big, your professional leagues. Yeah. Well, well, you know, in society, if your community breaks down, what do you have? You don't have a lot. Well, ultimately, who feeds the professional leagues anyway? <laughs> yeah, that's a massive problem. Ultimately, that's what, that's what Australian, Australia's been built on, hasn't it, about... Communities yeah. and playing sport and yeah, that's, that's just our way of life. Yeah, especially um, in Australia. And yeah, and I guess the same. It's not just sport, be it the local band or whatever. It's just getting kids a social. Yeah, the arts, and interest the arts in general have been hit yeah, as well. No, not just sport. Yeah. So it's interesting. You 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 brought up professional sport and what effect it it will have on professional sports. So if, if now you've got kids that well. Maybe not playing, or you know, 
that obviously then has or an effect. Or deferring it. Yeah. Deferring it has an effect up the chain. So if it's, let's say, I'm a 16, 17-year-old and I've had a really gun year in 2019 and I'm going to throw myself in the draft, but I actually haven't played for 12 months, which they can't, anyone in Victoria, they yeah, haven't yeah, played. Yeah, yeah. um, what impact does that have? What's their ability then to be able to to get into the system and to transition and actually, into my word, get I mean, an AFL game. Yeah, you can go and train on your own, but it's not the same, <laughs> is it? Or the NRL, for example, just cut fish. Well, trying to cut fifty million from their budget, so the operating costs. And well, they just got rid of a couple of high flyers from head office, which what might be a hundred thousand each, maybe a bit more. Oh no. The way, the way the NRL spent money. It's <laughs> <laughs> a house. <laughs> Bondi, yeah. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like it's gonna if they're cutting costs, they're not gonna spend a lot in the grassroots area. Right? Junior development. Um but they yeah, should. It's uh, yeah. AFL have been very big on that in the last ten years oh, at longer. least. That, yeah. as long what as about the women's Oz professional programs and and women's professional football? Both codes. That's an interesting one. You know, no crowds are oh, no paying crowds. The AFL had big crowds, but they, um, my understanding is most of them didn't pay. So there was, you know, it's generated interest, but yeah. not necessarily paying interest. As, as a professional sport, does it need to be able to generate its own broadcast rights? This day and age, yeah. Yeah, but the women are talking, or are yeah, you talking? Yeah, no, and yeah. before I get held down by all, all the ladies out there, you, I understand and that they're in a. Um, yeah, they're just starting. Yeah, um, yeah, so they're not going to be able to generate enough. So the the leagues do have to kick in to get them up to a level where they can generate their own broadcast rights. In but time, but yeah. they need to have a plan to get there. So what happens next year? Like, the, is the AFL going to be profitable this year? I doubt it. I don't think any code will be. No. So how how can they afford then to? to it, uh, well, it depends when they get their broadcasting I gonna, rights. I was going to say, it depends, and and they've they've trimmed salaries and all sorts of things. What the AFL thirty percent? Oh, haircuts. Yeah. NRL. I don't believe they'll well, take it. Well, they're not haircuts. also playing in the states that they normally play. In. They have to play. Well, I suppose less travel. Well, hundred. Yeah, but the the revenue that's generated from you know three or four games in Melbourne at packed crowds. The crowds. Week, I mean, yeah. That's yeah. Well, massive. I guess uh, the Hawks and North Melbourne in Tasmania. What. What they get, and you're right. Yeah, and so MCG. That, that has to have yeah. a so huge impact big, on the bottom yeah, line. There's probably three big generation uh, revenue generation areas in there for pro sports. It would be memberships and uh, ten, uh, ticketing and that sort of yeah. stuff. There'd be corporate stuff, so sponsorships and, and merchandising. Merchandising, and then what would be the third one? Broadcasting. Oh, <laughs> it's the so it's, it's the, the biggest, it's but the money. So the other two are really going to drop thing. off, like yeah. um, sponsorship. Uh, yeah, it has to did. drop off. I would have thought. A oh, sponsorship, yeah, because the money's not in the organisations that normally sponsor it. Well, all. they're hanging on to it if they've got it. Yeah. Yes. Well, you've seen a couple go, right? Cronulla lost their major sponsor. Oh, Canberra lost... Uh, oh, yeah, uh, the Chinese yeah, company. Yeah, the Chinese phone company, but um, Huawei. But so I guess there, there may be other things at play there. So obviously the, sal- I mean, the salaries are being greatly reduced this year in... The football codes, at least, not in NRL. They haven't. No. No. Oh. They paid um, uh, a large portion of it up fr- uh, front, but then yeah. the rest of it is reduced. And but most of the money's been 
Yeah, they, give they, us they haven't taken the haircut the AFL players have. Right. I, I wonder what, what what about next year if there's... I think there will be. They'd have to. I, I, yeah. I think unless things change dramatically, they will be, for sure. Because, it, I mean, it was the big thing at the start of the year. That's why the Landys came out and he pushed so hard to get the game going because they didn't have any money in the bank. Yeah. They couldn't bankroll. He at least the AFL had money in the bank to bankroll. He did make a promise, though, that it won't change for 12 months. So yeah. I, I think that's to give them time to change their salary cap arrangements and whatever. But I think the Landys is looking at taking it out of the admin. Yeah. So prop up the clubs. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So um, uh, the NRL player is going to be willing to take a, a pay cut? Ask Joey Leilua. Well, I'd cut he said no. Or will <laughs> they? He refused to. Uh, <laughs> how many are they going to lose then to potentially overseas? Can they get the money? Well. It, well, they're not playing. It's interesting. Yeah. The ripple effects everywhere. It's worldwide. Yeah. So yeah, it's, they're not playing saving grace. That, that's why Sonny Bill's playing tonight. Yeah. Because Toronto Wolfpack aren't playing in oh, England. I don't think that's the only reason. He, If Toronto Wolfpack were playing, he wouldn't no, be here today. how much money Nick gave him. <sighs> Uncle Nick. Come to the four again. I'm wearing my sombrero in next week. <laughs> <laughs> you should. <laughs> you should wear it wherever you go. Just so we can... Pick you out from the crowd because the other crowd would be sporting the other team. So what what what's going to happen with professional sport? It'll continue, but it'll look differently. Oh, th- Do you think it'll look good. that much different? Oh, crowd wise, I don't. I think it's going to be many years before they have a packed MCG. Or you reckon? Yep, definitely. Vaccine, yeah, vaccine, what, vaccine what comes out in three months. Oh, if the vaccine comes out, that might be a different story. But yeah, what about like, if people refuse the vaccine? <laughs> there will be. There will be plenty. There's plenty of people now that refuse to have flu vaccines Is that going to have an effect on MCG being full? That, that's an interesting one yeah. too. But the vaccine comes out. Bob Jarnkel. I think they're talking. To me. Oh, I mean, people that you know, Russia said they had it there a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think. Yeah. I, Oxford, I don't they think they it's keep a five injecting minute. the opposition. I don't think it's a five minutes with it. Don't well, think it's Oxford a five minute job. To no, I, I agree. Come I, up with a vaccine. So the Australian government backed Oxford as coming up with a vaccine that they can invest in. So that's been the one that's been going around the media for a while now. Oxford has said they should have it ready by Christmas after this final phase of testing, but it will take twelve months for everybody's vaccinated in Australia. So. You know, they're going to look at the vulnerable and the Prime Minister and all his cabinet first, you know yeah, what I mean, and all yeah. the rich guys first, and then yeah. there'll be a pecking order from there, I imagine. So is everyone going to have, like, a cross on their head if they've been vaccinated? Who knows? How so that works. I, I think we're a lot like the flu in the long yeah. term, I think. Yeah. So I, I, I think, the, yeah, Hopefully. potentially. So you reckon we'll have the same AFL season again? I would think so, yeah. I think Apart know, from if Victoria get it under control yeah. down there, there's no reason they shouldn't have Games, games down there, but I don't think you'll see packed stadiums. So there's going to be a financial impact, I believe, for you know, a while yet. I don't think that's just 2020 season. I reckon that, it's into next year. But that, that'll end up, ultimately, that financial impact will end up, it will, it will affect grassroots because there'll be less to trickle down there. Yeah. But it'll, the greatest effect will be on the admin and the players. Is that a big problem? No, because there's no crowd. There's Everyone's no got crowds, less crowds, so you yeah. don't have to you know, do that much in that space. So there's less admin, really, in that context. Yeah. Marketing, 
you know, oh, the, ticketing the, well, the, market, the marketing you still probably yeah. want to do because you want yeah. your members and you want mm. all it's that. It's different targeting. A lot, lot of your, your, your ticketing is all ticket tech. Your, your game day stuff is venue management. So the MCG will look after that. The food vending. Yeah, the food vending. That's there'll, not, there'll be lost jobs though. Won't they? There'll have to be oh, lost, absolutely. lots of lost jobs. Yeah, reserve grade clubs, mm. those type things. Yeah, so there will be change. There yeah, has to be change. Well, they're talking list sizes down. Yep, for thirty five. Interesting though, Valandis is saying he wants three grades every every weekend. Yeah, oh, I, I like Valandis because he's, he's <laughs> saying it's out of the box, mate. Well, that's back to what it was. Yeah, years yeah, ago. yeah, yeah. That, which they, was great. They dropped down to twenties. I used something. to love going and watching the all 20s. grades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I always Absolutely. had to drag Wendy along and get there late, but I would always try and watch all three. And you grades. see the guys that aren't making the grade and how they're actually performing. You know. Or who's coming through. Yeah. So, like, if you were a Knights fan, you'd see Bradman Best playing the 20s or whatever they yeah, are, 23s. So they get a run in reserve grade. Yeah, and never run through all three grades yeah. in the old days. Never a Mark Shawman? Never heard of him. Never heard of Mark Shawman. Maybe that's how the ladies three is. grades on grand final day. Oh, well, right. St George. Yeah. Yep, maybe that's how the ladies will. I don't know. Try and get more people to to watch NRL if they can't watch it in the crowd. Then maybe they'll watch it on the telly. I don't know. The NBA's been interested. The playoffs are getting to round two now, and they have these screens that are right around the stadium. And they, you can pay, and like the guys have got more money, you must get a bigger picture. I don't know. You see some of the <laughs> the, the, the real um, marquee, you know, celebrities. They've got these big faces in the crowd. Everyone else just got a small face, but they're watching the games, and you pay to to get certain angles to watch. So it's pretty interesting. So, so like Jack Nichols, and who sits on the side. He's not. I haven't seen him yet, though. Yeah? No. So but yeah, what, like that. What can clubs do to actually increase their revenue? And you talked about. Was it eSport you said yeah. before? What, mm. Tell me what that's all about. Well, they did that. Could, I have, a kick, could I have a kick with Buddy Franklin or someone like well, that? Well, they did it with the supercars. Yes, supercars. The supercars where yeah, yeah. you had all the drivers yeah. competing yes. with. So they have yeah. their own little yeah. car, you know, kits, you know, the, like the booth type thing, and they're yep. racing against each other and all so that. So you could, you could sit home and race Garth Tander. Yeah. For argument's sake. Yeah. But the other, so virtual reality could get you there. To what you're saying, oh, kicking with Buddy Franklin, for example. probably have to think outside the box, to be honest, because so there would you be look investment at in that space. the only way that they actually generate revenue at the moment is membership, getting crowds to the games, um, but then they rely everything else is on the on the AFL. Uh, so they probably need to think outside the box, yeah, given it going forward. Your, your big problem, though, is if all this is happening, then you've got a lot of mums and dads out of jobs, so they're not going to be able to afford to pay for... Yeah, not, virtual not, not all of them in. are, but yeah, not all of them are going to be able to afford it. But there will be a portion that will. Yeah. So you 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 still going to have revenue losses. Yeah. 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 But other, you, what you're, you're trying, trying to do is you offset them. What, yeah. what other revenue stream can I get going to try and you know supplement? Some so of these streaming losses? might be a thing, right? Yep. So invest in the live streaming side of things because that's what everyone's doing at the moment, right? Yeah. So people at home they're watching Netflix or whatever it might be. Whenever they can, whenever they're available, you know, it might be all day long if they're at, in lockdown. Whereas if you're working like us, you, you do it when you can. You watch the sport when, you're, when when you've got time. So I might get home at eight thirty, the game's on at six, but I'll still watch it because mm. I can live stream. I can stream it whenever I'm ready. Mm. 
So maybe they have to get their own streaming service. Well, the, the English Premier League clubs have been doing that for years, really, haven't they? Yeah. Yep. They're their own TV yep. stations. Yeah. Yep. Liverpool TV. Yeah. By the way, they lost the, uh, what is that called, the Community Cup to Arsenal during the week. They lost in a pen, um, shootout. So just to give you an update. <laughs> Very good. So we've all played uh, grassroots sports in the past, guys, and we've and I personally loved every minute of it. And I, I reflect back, um, you know, to work, you know, being a part of a team, being part of successful teams, um, coach them as well. And without it, you're not who you are. So I hope it does bounce uh, back. You build it's, lifelong it's friends. That's yeah. the other thing too. You it's, do, yeah. yeah. You learn to live with others, you learn to accept others for who they yeah. are and you learn to aspire together as a group and all yeah, that sort of you stuff. You learn commitment, you've got to show up. You Lots of skills, learn, resilience, yeah. all yeah, that all, stuff. All key values. The sooner they can get sport back, yeah. the better. So fingers crossed we can make that happen. So Kel, we've tell got a new segment. What's this segment? <laughs> it's a, it's tell, a, tell me, you're talking it's a quiz, grassroots sports. All of these guys cut their teeth in the same country. They would play for the same country. So right. this is goalkeeper. So we have to guess this. You have to guess which country it is. Uh-huh. Goalkeeper, Victor. The backs are Douglas, Chris and Wallace. The midfielders, Jean or Jean, Nathan, Ralph and Hugo. The forwards, Alan, Bill and Fred. Jesus, so this is a national team, is it? So we have to so name what country they all, come from. Some of them are national players. Others, they've all played at an elite professional level. Okay. But they all come from the same country. So right, so what country is it? I'm going South Africa. With Victor as the goalkeeper? <laughs> I'll go Australia. Brazil. Brazil. Victor. Oh, yeah, it's one word. There you go. Yeah. One word names. Yeah. Now, Next. tell me what's unusual about this team. Fullback, Matty Bowen. Good fullback. North Queensland? Yep. Yep. Queensland stalwart, state of origin. Wingers, Andrew Eddinghausen and Manu Vatavai. Centres, Jared Hayne and Katoni Staggs. 5'8, Stacey Jones. Halfback, Sean Johnson. Pretty fair side. Yeah. Props, Nathan Kalis and James Graham. Hooker, Josh Hodson. Second row, Nathan Hindmarsh and Simon Mannering. Lock, Greg Bird. Coach, Brian Smith. Never won a premiership. Yeah, well done. You <laughs> no. Smith had given away. That quick, didn't you? Since I said Brian Smith, yeah, I, was, I, was, yes. I, was, I wasn't going to give the coach. Did you mention Hindmarsh in there? <laughs> Nathan Hindmarsh yeah, in that second round. Yeah. yeah, Matty Bowen didn't play in that. He retired before they won that flag. Yeah, okay. Yeah. There you go. They did, um, where, when I picked that up, they actually had um, Josh Morris as in the centres instead of Yeah, because he hasn't won one yet, No, no, he? but he's, yeah. he's got one coming this year, so <laughs> 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 uh, oh, let's uh, just quickly before we wrap up, so Pengai during the week um, got a reprieve from the Broncos and will be suspended but doing community work for the rest of the year. doesn't get paid uh, for the rest of the year, allegedly, uh, or not by the club, maybe by the thoroughbreds. <laughs> and uh, then, uh, yeah, so he'll be back next year. So interesting development. 
So, to wrap up, guys, we have the wager of the week, and it's Axel's turn. Last week, what happened? Yeah, we won. We won. Killed. We had a win. We, we had a victory. Yeah, yeah no, well done. What was the return? About 50 cents? Well, it's better than losing. <laughs> 50 <laughs> bucks. Can't remember. Like 25 that was. bucks. It was $1.55 or something. Yep. So, yep. probably 30 buck return. Nice. And our money back. We as don't get as to say that very well. You and I have been doing other weeks, Connor. So you finally got off the off the uh, off mark. the mark. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's mine this week. One and not I'm out. I'm going to go s- probably the safe bet. I think out of all the AFL games this week, and that's definitely not Carlton. So uh, Brisbane, at, Brisbane at a dollar thirty-five Ooh, over the Gold Coast. Over the Gold Coast. Yeah, I think that's they didn't play too badly last night. I think yeah. Brisbane. Yeah, with the grand final around? up there, yeah, they, they, be, they're a chance. They'll be hard to pick. What's the turnaround time? Uh, so this is Wednesday, and they played last night, so they'll be yeah. fresh. They'll be right. Five day. They're, they're doing five day turnaround. Crazy, yeah, yeah. So Collingwood uh, lost last night, so they they nearly got up. To they came back, didn't they? But um, they if they don't, they're in a bit of trouble falling out of the eight. Aren't yeah, they, they need uh, the Bulldogs need to win. St Kilda need to win. Yeah, those teams just below them need to need to win. I, Melbourne, I, uh, they're off the boil. They need to win that. Oh, Melbourne, dollar fifty-seven. I think is yeah, too short. To, beat Fremantle. to be honest, yeah, it is. Yeah, I'd, I oh. reckon. I reckon the Bullies are a, a chance in that West Coast game. Yep, two dollars fifteen. Wow. Yep, and um, West Coast haven't done much away from home this year. Well, no, we're witnessing the wager. Pays one thirty five. Here you go, six seven fifty. Oh, you into me last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. well, if we can get two in a row, we're on a roll. And that just yeah, puts so all the pressure so on me. That's it. So that's it, Axel. Brisbane into the Hawks. Brisbane into the Hawks. Oh. I don't think so. <laughs> so just to wrap up, guys. All our uh, friends that are out in um, volunteering in all these various sports, whether they're coaching, refereeing, uh, whatever it is that you're doing, keep it up. We appreciate it, and we know all the families that we know do. So keep it up. Thank you very much. Yep. And uh, thanks, guys. Great week again, and we'll be back next week. Thanks, Cotto. Thanks, Kel. Look forward to it. Thanks for listening to Three Grams and a Mic podcast. Don't forget to connect with them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.